we're reading through the book of Esther. As we pick up the story, Esther has just accused Haman of plotting to kill her and the rest of the Jewish population of Haman. And the king is so angry that he storms out of the room, leaving Haman alone with Queen Esther. Soon after the king returns, he sees Haman fallen either on or near the queen, which would have been forbidden for anyone, much less this man who has so angered the king. The king immediately condemns Haman, and he is killed in front of his own house on the gallows he had erected to kill Mordecai. The king then gives Haman's estates to Esther and his power to Mordecai. So that's a quick summary of the events in our scripture today. This is a story that we frequently study, and the lesson that I've most often heard from this text is, you reap what you sow. And that makes sense. Haman was cunning and deceitful and wanted death and destruction for the Jewish, Jewish people because of his jealousy of Mordecai. And he was rewarded with condemnation and death proportionate to his actions. Typically, when we're looking at Esther, we focus on Haman being wicked and Esther being brave. But we rarely spend much time talking about the king and his actions. This man is everything that you don't want in a king. He's impulsive and easily swayed. Whatever someone says to him, he just believes it, and he's all in. In chapter 1, his advisors say that his queen disrespected him, and now all women are going to go crazy. And he's cool. Let's banish her and get a new queen. Haman says the Jews don't respect your laws, and you should kill them. And the king is like, 100% do it, and if I change my mind, ignore me. There's no asking questions, getting other opinions, maybe waiting 24 hours to cool tempers. No, the king is pedal to the metal, whatever random and horrifying suggestion comes through the door. And in our text today, the king is so angry at Haman that he just walks out and leaves his queen alone with a man plotting to kill her. Under any circumstances, it would have been inappropriate for the queen to be alone with a man, and certainly not in these circumstances. And even though nothing bad actually happened while he was gone, it sure looked like it was. And again, the king acts impulsively. No questions, no thought. He just condemns Haman. In fact, verse 10 in chapter 7 says that the king's anger did not subside until Haman was killed. Now, I'm not defending Haman, but again, this king is making irrevocable choices with little thought and based on very little information. How lucky are we that our king is not like that? Our king, Jesus, is slow to anger and rich in mercy. He knows all and sees all. He doesn't react out of fear, but acts out of a desire to bring glory to God and good to the world. Never has he been surprised or caught off guard. He has never had to backtrack a decision because he did not foresee the consequences of his choices. I'm reminded of Jesus and his interaction with the adulterous woman in John chapter 8. The Pharisees drag a woman that they had caught in adultery before Jesus and demand that he pronounce judgment on her. Jesus would have been within his rights as the Son of God to condemn her immediately and have her stoned. But he is thoughtful and methodical. He recognizes that that there are better ways to approach this situation that will have a greater impact on the community. And he simply says, the one without sin among you should be the first to throw a stone at her. And slowly the crowd disperses as they realize that their sin disqualifies them from passing judgment on the woman. And when they are all gone, Jesus does not condemn her, but tells her to go and sin no more. That is the kind of king we need. One whose goal is redemption and revival, not revenge and retribution. Jesus does not banish us from his sight. He ushers us into the presence of God, and we can enter boldly because Jesus has paid for our sins. And when God looks at us, he sees the righteousness of Jesus. The story of Esther is great, 
It reminds us that through God, we can and should stand up against injustice and fight against the evil in the world. But it can also remind us that it is easy to be petty and reactionary. It is easy to put ourselves in the place of God and make short-sighted choices because we cannot see beyond our moment in time. So let the story of a wicked man, a brave woman, and an unwise king remind us how lucky we are. We can be brave because our king is wise, patient, and will never condemn us. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, as we read in Esther, you are with us when we are reaping rewards and when you are with us when the world turns against us. You have not abandoned us. You are not quick to anger and will not act out of revenge, but love. I pray that our eyes would be open to the many ways that you have mercy and patience for us each day in the places where you would have us stand up for those who cannot stand up for themselves. May we never lose sight of how great a king we have in Jesus. Amen. Thanks for joining us today. If you want to check out more podcasts just like this, you can go to Bethel.ch and you'll find amazing selections of podcasts and much more. If you'd like to get in contact with us, you can email us with podcasts at Bethel.ch. See you next time.